biblio bitches welcome to book babes and bubbles i am alex i am cara we're super nervous this is our first podcast ah. yeah how do people do it i don't know i'm gonna take a sip of my mimosa to get i am drinking mimosa as well but mine is la marca prosecco and fanta pina colada mm. sounds delicious <laughs> classy <laughs> Do I have a heartburn? <laughs> a little bit, but you know, tis the podcast life. But welcome, thanks for being here. Yeah. We're we're doing it. We're here. We love books. Thought it would be we cool. Love, yeah, we love bubbles. <laughs> yes, <laughs> <laughs> and we're here. Yeah, um, uh, we're stuck in quarantine, stay-at-home orders. It's kind of what's going on, and we thought, what better time than now to start a podcast? It's a good time. I mean, just real quick, you know, we can acknowledge a lot of a lot of things are going on. I'm currently sitting in my apartment that I'm paying for with my unemployment. So <laughs> it's okay. Times is tough. Times Time, are tough. Times um, are tough. Tensions um, are high. Tensions are high. Safe. My mom and dad are in downtown San Diego, surrounded by protesters. They're a little nervous. Uh, my dad wishes he could join, but I told him to please be careful. So, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, things are really crazy right now. Uh, it's hard not to not talk about them. So we thought, let's touch on it. Let's acknowledge what's happening in the world. Um, yeah, so we thought we'd touch on the topics because I think there's a lot to learn and to discuss. And I think in order to learn from these crazy situations, you have to talk about them no matter how uncomfortable they make you. Uh, but don't worry, this podcast will be mostly happy, uh, I would assume, considering... <laughs> So, I think so we're trying to be a positive light during all this craziness, but we do want to be advocates for our fellow podcast listeners, our fellow people, everybody, and we're trying our best out here. Yeah, so stay safe. Stay safe. Uh, you know, do whatever you can to support your neighbors and whether that's helping them during this coronavirus pandemic, which is really crazy, or showing support, um, you know. I don't even know what to call it. Well, I guess even donations, petitions, yeah, signing, um, organizations that we found have been very important that you can join in. Either, I mean, money is obviously tight, <laughs> as I've said, I'm on unemployment <laughs> right now. But as much as you can give, whether it be $1, $30, or even just signing your name to- Or just spreading the word. It doesn't to have to be. Government. Yeah. Yeah. So Use your that's voice. been touched upon. Use your voice. Use that's so important. Voice. Even if it's awkward, yeah, we still got to use these. I mean, look I mean, at right now, look we're at talking, look we're at awkward, us. we're trying Cheers. our best here. Cheers, Cheers. Think. <laughs> so, so, thanks for coming, guys. Yeah, thanks for stopping by for our first episode. Gold, gold, yeah, gold, gold. drinking, in case you're wondering. Um, I thought we would introduce ourselves a little bit. Um, me and Cara have been friends for uh, hey. gosh, since. We were looking at all those photos, and I was just like, damn, was that like five, ten six years ago? I'm like, ten years. You're like, six? five. Like, I think it was six? five years. Yeah, I'm, I'm being dramatic. I'm like, but I it know feels it, like, since forever. Um, a long time ago. Well, I was a baby. So yeah. were you. I was fresh 21-year-old little angel, throwing up everywhere, working at the front desk of a hotel, yeah. and in comes this beautiful goth angel. <laughs> Her name is Alex Rosa. She emerges. She works in the administrative office. She come and get the mail every day. And I'm like, wow, that girl's super cool. Wish she'd hang out with me. And we, we did hang out, but we did not talk about <laughs> books until recently in the past couple of years. Oh, maybe at the most. I was yeah, writing when books, I discovered but Cara was keeping yeah. secrets with her book reading. <laughs> surprise i am literate i can read <laughs> but we found out that like we like all sorts of genres they're yeah, we're not, not the same, same which but we love books exciting. so get ready for some <laughs> you know a little mix of everything on this podcast maybe some weird i don't know pirate stuff maybe some weird space yeah. stuff Maybe just normal stuff. There's it doesn't have to be weird. No boundaries here. <laughs> There's no rules. <laughs> also, we should mention Alex Rosa, my counterpart right here. Great author. She is so talented. And I'm going to plug it. I'm going to plug it. 
She's got a book coming out in September. Uh, haven't very come out with exciting. a book in a long time. So this is very exciting. I don't think I've come out with a book in three years because of, you know, work life. Yeah. Burn. I don't know. But yeah, so that's something exciting coming out in September. It's titled Unwritten. You can go add it to your Goodreads. <laughs> it's contemporary romance. And I'm in love with it. So hopefully it'll work. Um, I want to let you know my password for almost everything until recently was unwritten because of the Natasha <laughs> Bedingfield song. Um, I just become variations of that, uh, you know, like unwritten one, two, three, four, five, underscore unwritten one. So mm -hmm. I've always been a fan this, of this book. Then it and was I didn't like meant for know. you. <laughs> I'm trying my best, but she's great. We're gonna plug this book because she is awesome and amazing and I, am not a good writer so whatever I you're an avid stuff. reader that's really beautiful i tried to when i was a young horny teen <laughs> i wrote like really gross fanfic that i wish I what could find. i didn't this know is something this. you don't know about me this but is it, a like, podcast unveil <laughs> i because it's like here i am 14 what is pp like i don't know how to write super sexy stuff and um i'm pretty sure my mom has it still hopefully has never read it it was it's pretty gross it's like sweat dripping but also don't know how sex works so just that they did something and now it's over and now this, this is my story okay. <laughs> Anyways, i used to write fan fiction back in the day that's how it started nice it's it's easy it's yeah. fun you know mine didn't make a lot of sense we should do what a was your fan fiction episode. talk it was always like because you know fiction. i'm being a 14 year old it was always like a girl on summer vacation you know like oh, that's wow. where all the romance yeah. starts she's like i don't know how many books i read like, at uh, that age that were like girls summer in florida or on the east coast meeting some people she's like and i loved it i loved it hand lines <laughs> oh me too right You're like always tan lines but she also was always very fair you know i'm not like, sure wow, that's what called beast. fan fiction i think that's just called writing because a fan fiction Shit. is like a fandom. Because the fan fiction I wrote was like Sailor Moon fan fiction, which is a pretty Whoa. embarrassing. Hold the phone. <laughs> who was the main character? Well, was obviously, it was Sailor Moon and Darian, who was I like Tuxedo that. Mask. I'm, people who don't know that should not be this podcast. <laughs> I'm just kidding. If you don't know that, just so, hop on. I'm sure it's in it just It just switched. <laughs> you were writing actual novels. You just didn't realize. It wasn't really fan fiction. It was just your horny YA. Oh, my God. I, wow. I needed to find this stuff <laughs> You could have like, a I book. I need to find yours. Yours sounds way more interesting than mine. I want to know. I want, what happened to know. Luna? Was she there? <laughs> Where was this all happening? I like this. Yeah. Well, that's. When we get to it, guys, episode oh, 10. Big podcast reveals. That's a little bit about <laughs> <So>? us. <laughs> we're horny. We're here. We're friends. That we're should be the tagline. <laughs> horny, here, friends. friends. <laughs> oh, also, I am in San Diego, in case you were unaware. Yeah. This is my place of residence, Coronado, to be specific. And I, um, but Alex is not here with no, me. No, uh, I am from San Diego, and I do miss it dearly, but I actually live up in Orange County, which is, Ooh. I don't know how far that is now, an hour and a half? Like an hour and a yeah. half? Yeah. Up near Disneyland? We're in our best life. That's always a point of reference. Tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> but, Tell me more about that. Yeah, we're hoping that eventually we can do this podcast recording in person. But obviously, stay-at-home orders, saying, well, you know, making a little bit. I'm outside your door, like, can you hear me? <laughs> Come on out. You can just record in the driveway. Um. <laughs> We're here. Uh, but friends, podcast, we're going to talk about our three favorite books each. Yeah. Little you know? intro. A little bit. We will us. always, for this podcast, we'll have a beverage. We're going to try and pair our beverages with our reads and whatnot. But generally, you'll have, we'll have a drink with us. <laughs> to, you know, liquid Cheers. courage. Cheers. <laughs> oh, that's us drinking. And um, usually we'll talk about <laughs> books or current events or some sort of topic, something that we're reading right now that, you know, gives us, you know. That we're excited about fanfic yeah. of our personal fanfic <laughs> yeah, we've written, apparently current reads <laughs> fanfics 
uh, pop culture memes, whatnot, or cats. It's hard to comics, comics memes. Anything. Yeah, memes double. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we figured since this was our first episode, we'd kind of introduce our top three favorite reads each, um, so you can get a feel for the genres that we like. Uh, and also, Car, one of the most interesting things we reveal to each other our three favorite books, and we have each not read each other's three favorite books like at all. So this, I don't even know what your three favorite are. I only see two listed. So wait, no, 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 no. Oh wait, there's three. I just can't read. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise. So this will be interesting. You'll get a taste for our different books because they're all super different. And yeah, so Carl, why don't you start us off? What is your number one? You're gonna start in with your number one, top three. Do they all rank the now same? Now that you say, they all rank the same for different reasons <laughs> they're all the same but different um but a book that probably most of you have read alex rosa i am shocked you've never read this book and i feel like i'm going to let you borrow it because it's that good um i'm showing it to alex you know you guys can't see it it is the time traveler's wife let me hear it guys you've seen it you've cried you isn't there just a movie reread it four thousand times I don't want to talk about the movie. I love Rachel McAdams. She is an angel. I don't remember who the guy is in it. He was not who I pictured. Um, did not like the movie. Would rather just pretend it didn't exist. If I could redo the movie, I feel like it would benefit from having a more attractive <laughs> <laughs> main male character. But his life it's great it's a love story uh was it the movie with keanu reeves am i getting this mixed up oh my god was it then i feel really rude if it <laughs> hold on time traveler's wife Let's movie see. i don't think it was keanu reeves I'm, dog <laughs> i don't know he did like a stint of romantic movies before john wick oh you're right. He's such a nice guy. I mean, honestly, but I feel like he would have, that would have been a great part oh, for him right here. Oh. Wait, is it Eric Bana? Eric Bana. Oh, oh. no, Eric Bana. Do you know who he was? Uh, Eric Bana is the, I know this is such a terrible reference. He's probably in so many other better <laughs> movies, but he plays oh, the God. evil character in the first Star Trek movie with Chris Pine and Zachary Quinto. Oh, but you can't tell because oh, he's covered no. in all that makeup. I'm so sorry, Eric Bana, if, uh, you know, for getting that messed up. Uh, I'm sure, I mean, he's, he's handsome, but maybe just not who you pictured. Not who I pictured. And I do want to let you know on his IMBD, um, apparently there's a section called Trademark, and his trademark is his raspy, deep-throated voice. Wow. Wow, Aaron, yeah. you freaking cutie! But regardless, not for this, not for this book. <laughs> not good for this. Okay, get him he's out. In other movies. Oh, he's in King Arthur. I love King Arthur. Guilty pleasure with Charlie Hunnam and Jude Law. Oh, he plays uh, the dad. Anyway, so Eric oh, well, Bana. Maybe rant. I should give the movie another chance. <laughs> Eric Bana, which, which Cara didn't even like the movie. So let's focus on the hey. book. If he wants to come for an interview, then maybe I just might change my mind about the movie, all right? <laughs> but The Time Traveler's Wife, it is by Audrey. I don't know how to say her name correctly. It's like Nifender, I believe. Um, she's written a couple other books. I'm going to be real here. <laughs> I don't really like them very much. There was one about a ghost sister living in the floor. It's a little bit weird, but regardless, this book is great. It's about Henry and Claire. Henry set the scene time traveler guy so weird what he um falls in love with this girl named claire who he meets when she's like six so like that's kind of a little weird but <laughs> you just kind of have to overlook that um it is confusingly hot because it just jumps back and forth so there's one point where they're married and then it jumps back to when Claire's like 18 and she's like are we gonna bang the first time and I'm like skirt what this is really confusing but all right I guess it's fine um the ending you guys you're gonna need to read it but if you've read it it just so tears your heartstrings but you're also like this is satisfying I like this and at the end Did of this, this book, book they make have, me like, cry 
Um, you know, I'm gonna be real. I don't cry at a lot of things. The last time I cried was when I saw Coco, which is just I, I cried during Coco. That's a good but, at the end when they're like, I don't Remember like me. <laughs> I don't like it when books make me cry. It's the one thing people love. Some people really? love books that are like heart-wrenchingly emotional but I get super upset when a book makes me cry like I remember reading Looking for Alaska which I don't even know is not why it's not in my top three but like that it's one of my favorite books but it's tragic ending so I didn't feel it see it coming and it was I don't it was it shook me I was shook and I was very upset (laughs) and then now I don't like that lie to because I feel like I invest I read to be happy my parents give me a total hard time about this because I don't even like movies that make me cry I am actually the exact same way. I don't want to be in touch with my emotions. I haven't read a Nicholas Sparks book because of it. I mean, the notebook is not a tearjerker. It's more just like softcore porn a little bit. Okay. (laughs) But (laughs) what was the other, um, what was that John Green book? Oh, Fault in Our Stars. There we go. That was like, everyone was like, tears, 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 sad, sad, sad. But like, maybe sad. The book made me sad, but then I saw the movie and it just made me feel weird because Shailene Woodley and Ansel, whatever his last name is, they were like brother and sister in Divergent. Yes, yes. So it, it just like the weird. entire time I'm like, ooh, weird. I do have but, a crush um, on Ansel to... Elgort for sure. Do you know he is a singer? Yes, I've listened to his songs you know on Spotify. They're very, very sensual. They are. He's like, mm, Ansel. He was <laughs> in Baby Driver, which was pretty over. good. It's a good movie. I like that too. The sunglasses. He yeah. does have a little baby face too. Yeah. He actually, you know what? He'd be pretty good as the leading man in this movie. I mean, he looks like a baby, but he kind of, you know, his age jumps around everywhere. Yeah. So that makes a little sense. Um, but my my closing thought with this book is at the end of Time Traveler's Wife, there's about I'm gonna say maybe 20 pages at the end where it intros a new book um just like about their something i will not say anything skirt just kidding um but she never wrote another book oh. <laughs> so she promised the second just, book never never gave it i never got it and this book came out i mean a time ago i can't really find out we're like 24 20 2003 Around 2003. Did you, when did you read 17 it? 17 years, Audrey. I, a couple of years okay. ago. Over and over again. Oh, but you've it's read like, it Audrey, times. hello, girl. Uh, I, maybe. It's always <laughs> it's a good book to like totally fall back enough. on. Yeah. You know, when you're kind of, the library's closed, you don't got money for the book story, <laughs> might as well just reread, reread this one. Um, but Audrey, if you're out there, I'm waiting. No, Audrey. For that next book. <laughs> You better watch out, girl. I'm coming for you. But that's my first. That's my first choice. I'll have to read I'm it. Interested to hear yours. Listen, I have it right here. I'll <laughs> give it to you. It <laughs> All right, cool. So I think we're going to be bouncing around genres quite a bit. Um, I'm going to intro, which always is like never people. It surprises people that this is always like my first immediate recommendation. But uh, coming in with sci-fi, um, the Red Rising series. I'm showing it to Kara. Uh, big Beasley book, um, and the series is super good. I devoured the series, and I actually have gotten so many of my friends to read this series, um, and I just couldn't put it down. I listened to it in audiobook. I guess I kind of reread this series slightly because I did the audiobook for a while um, after I had finished the book, and just to kind of refresh my senses. But it's super awesome. Um, it's written by Pierce Brown. Um, he had done when the book came out, he did signings. Um, at Mysterious Galaxy in San Diego. So every time he came out with a book, I would go to his like readings and signings. So actually I have the first three books, which is Red Rising, uh, Golden Sun, and Morning Star, and have all of those signed. Um, So it's a little bit of a treasure. That is so cool. That's super cool. I've never done that before. I don't know if um, I go to so many book signings, Carl. We should go. I used I was supposed to go to LA Book Fest and there's usually a bunch of signing authors, but that was canceled. Oh this year. no. I've always wanted to go well, next year. We have to stick around at least one yeah. year. <laughs> so yes. they know we could do a review on it. Cause I've always wanted to go, but I've never gone to a book signing. That's very is it 
is it interesting to meet the author of well you what i'm understanding is that he's a steamy mcdreamy we looked yeah, up pics we of him. <laughs> we did i remember when the first uh, book came out there was all this buzz on the book itself but there's also a lot of buzz on like the author himself because he's like super good looking and you know blue-eyed and dreamy and buzzfeed came out with this article that was like you know hottest YA author Blah. and uh yeah in person surprise, surprise. quite dreamy quite dreamy <laughs> Um, and, and unfortunately dreamy and a really good writer, like I, it almost made me mad where I'm like, oh, this book is so good and you're so hot. Fuck. Something must be. He has, I, I heard he has 11 toes and that's what makes him kind of weird. With the rest of us. Oh, that's good. Humanizing. So, Humanizing. Yeah. He has an extra pinky toe growing out from behind his heel. Started. They don't, they don't want, want you to know, you to know. but I know, <laughs> but I know. So just remember that when you're feeling a little bit like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, but uh, tell us more. I, I really, I'm very interested in this series of book. I love a good um, series. It is, I don't want to say, it has kind of the same motif where like there are like groups kind of like in the Hunger Games or Divergent, you know, there's, it's like, I don't even know how to describe it. There are like classes. Kind of classes. Thank you. Mm -hmm. um, but it's about um, it. The it starts out really crazy because there are you know organizations of people and uh, people live under his family. The main character uh, are from Mars and they live underground and they've been terraforming Ooh. the underground for people to live. But one of them escapes and they go to the surface and they find out that there's this huge bustling city on the surface that they knew had no idea. And that's kind of how it starts. Oh. And this guy enters society and has to hide itself from the overlord. And there's the, you know, the golds and the silvers and the, all that. So there's all these different tiers of classes and the book really takes place in this kind of, um, he kind of goes undercover and goes into like the gold class, but it takes like a lot of, you know, Ooh. modification and surgeries and stuff. And then he enters and he goes into the school. I, I feel like I'm getting too granular with it, but the whole series kind of goes forth because he's living this life. It's actually not who he says he is, but and if he's found out, he's going to die. But he goes to this school uh, to kind of essentially become some like lead military militaristic type leader and it's just super good it's kind of violent and then there's like kind of like kids are pitted against each other in this school environment that's how yeah like but more like a competition fly. more like a competition yeah. Wait, kind of yeah. like hunger games <laughs> but at a high school program and but and it's all themed around um oh. like uh, greek gods so there's like aries and people live on planets yeah it's set in the future like 700 years Ooh. so anyways that was probably way too much but uh it is yeah <laughs> it's a I really like fun that book to so deep dive into and again it's a book that i've recommended to everybody and anybody who's really started it like friggin' loves it um i think there's a couple spinoffs like iron gold but i have not read that uh, but I just loved this series so, so much. Um, maybe it deserves a reread. Oh, I don't know. That sounds awesome. I love, I mean, uh, it's weird. I'm glad you touched upon that we don't really have like the same genre of book because I don't think I'd ever see that book and be like, I want to read this. You know what I mean? Just from like reading the back or the cover. But the way you explain it, that sounds awesome. Mole person goes up, turns into basically like pretty woman status. And is tricking society and people die. Yeah. Like, that sounds awesome. <laughs> Thank you. I just summed it up like Thanks. really dumb for you. <laughs> it kind of sounds like this is a throwback. When you were younger, did you ever read the, I believe it was called the, the Uglies series? It was like Uglies, no. Pretties, and Specials, I believe, like were the three. It kind of reminds me of that, that anybody, you know, those young adult novels with like class and trying to sneak in and all this cosmetic surgery to look like hottie in the upper class but, but uh I yeah like it. i will I, admit I, that we'll the book, book is kind of intense we'll books but like switch. it's so well written that it's woven super good so i don't know if you're looking for an intense read they were supposed to make a movie out of it but people buy movie rights all the time then i don't know what happens but it would be cool to see that not do anything even on the back of the book well then the Hunger Games, so just time who would you want to be is there a single male like character is the, is the protagonist yes his name is or is Darrow. there like one character focuses on who would you oh want God, to play that let, let's give an idea into the look of who this person would well be. it's hard <laughs> because he doesn't really look like well i'm trying to think I, like what he would look like now you're like i'm upset now i'm really gonna think about this um what's that guy's name 
Ryan. <laughs> okay. What? Am I okay? Ryan Gosling? Who's the guy in La La Land? Yeah. Like Ryan Gosling. I feel like he plays every blonde male lead <laughs> in a movie. <laughs> I don't know if he would make a good one. Unclear. I mean, have you seen Drive with Ryan yes. Gosling? He can murder a lot of people. I, I So I've heard. I have not seen that movie. You've no, never no. seen Drive? There. That soundtrack is <laughs> Chef's Kiss. So good. Oh, they got like, it's basically what The Weeknd wanted to be that entire album, <laughs> like soundtrack of Drive. Um, no, you know, if The Weeknd's listening, you know, no hard feelings. <laughs> but <laughs> I know that's what you want to be. Oh, man. Alex, I love it. Yeah. That's great. So different. And I like to hear more of that stuff. Excellent. And what's what's your next favorite book? Number two, everybody. House of Cards. I it didn't even book. know. In case you were wondering. Like, That's a book? Yeah. yeah, it's a book and it's not even in America. All right. It's in the UK. That was my, I'm sorry. <laughs> that was my British accent. It wasn't that great. But it's set in the UK. Um, it's by Michael Dobbs. And this is not a book I would regularly read. I like a light, I wouldn't say necessarily like romance is my favorite genre, but I like a light fiction like novels, a women's fiction, you know, contemporary like, fiction. There we go. Well said. That's perfect. Okay. That's exactly me. I'm like, yes, I want to see some women do some like yoga <laughs> together. <laughs> you want an eat pray I do love? Book, book. I want an eat pray love because I just like to read something a little lighter. I don't really like to read a lot of dramas because it makes me feel. And I'm like, oh, I didn't sign up for this. Get out <laughs> Same. of here. Same. But um, House of Cards. There is. Oh, Francis, he is the main character, and basically he's gunning to be the prime minister. He wants it, he needs it, but um, he is the man. I forgot what they, I forgot what they called in the UK, but he's like the right hand man to the prime minister. Um, and I would say his character is most like Snape, if that kind of gives an idea. Not as dark, but he has those dark intentions. But I mean, actually, Snape, I get. Well, I didn't really think Snape was that good, so but his intentions are pretty Whoa, coming in with harsh opinions. <laughs> yeah. I need to calm down. I'm apparently we need a Harry Potter discussion. I you know, I guess we do. I might have some hot takes yeah. on that. But I've never um, anyone go I mean Snape. I mean, he's kind of an asshole. He's a creep. <laughs> <laughs> Did I think he deserved the death that he got I mean that's a little harsh man like a little aggressive but um I just it's okay you know we it's okay yeah. there will be I another mean, you're like completely. judging no I'm curious I, I don't hear unpopular Harry Potter opinions the last Harry Potter conversation that I had was Matt being super upset that he got sorted into the Hufflepuff house Oh, I'm okay. First of all, wait, Matt is her boyfriend. <laughs> they don't know if oh, Matt is sorry. crazy. It's not just, it's her random houseboy that lives with <laughs> her. It breaks her feet. <laughs> it's great. Um, that's really rude because I think I'm a house, but I'm also a Slytherin. Every time I take mm. the Harry Potter quiz, it's either Hufflepuff but that's or really Slytherin. So. Different sides of the spectrum. I'm a Virgo, man. Okay. <laughs> I am always Slytherin. Ravenclaw? <gasps> I'm Slytherin. I yeah. love that. We are gonna rule the world <laughs> with even though we don't agree on Snape, we're still gonna rule it. And that's what's really important. My Patronus will always be my 25-pound cat. Um, I don't care what anything else says. That little piggy is my I'm gonna follow him Protect to the world do his best sorry sorry, sorry. Oh, i know a little bit of a harry potter tangent but... anyways back to your favorite book <laughs> I, so funny harry potter snip, but... very different than house of cards but both set in england wait a second not good yeah. call and also not really harry potter is like a political i'm thinking about this way too deep i need to chill we're oh gonna come back to that I'm so I mean, that Fanta pina colada is just hitting hard <laughs> right now, baby. But Francis, he acts like a good guy, super bad guy. Um, I don't really know, you know, how the UK government works. So this was a definitely 
you know, learning <laughs> experience because I had to look up a lot of words and I'm like, I don't know what this is. But I think the best way other than Snape to describe Francis, Francis is he is a messy bitch who lives for that drama. He wants it. He's causing it. He causes just so much chaos because he wants to be number one. Um, if you have seen the House of Cards series, I would still read this book because it's, it is, the outcome is similar. This is, the book is like the first season of House of Cards, um, but it's a pleasant surprise. Everything's a little bit different. Maddie is the main, um, one of the main characters. She is the female reporter. Uh, she's like every millennial. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen uh, House of Cards bit. before? That's fair. That's fair. But she's, she's a reporter. She's hard hitting. She wants to know the scoop. She wants to know that tea, but girl, she gets herself in trouble. She better watch out because of those men as usual. So does the show, the American show, follow the plot it pretty has, well? Even though different. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty, it's, yeah, it's pretty spot on. Um, and the ending to House of Cards is just like, Francis, you dirty dog. <laughs> um, I would <laughs> highly, highly recommend reading. It's great. There is just a lot of clever, clever, clever things he does. And... It's kind of hot. Not really, though. <laughs> <laughs> but um, highly, highly recommend reading. It's great. You can't see the cover, but oh, it's just ah, so good. So good. It's in um, your top three. Right, guys. I mean, definitely. Michael Dobbs, where are you at? I think he, you know, I believe it's actually a series. I'm not going to lie. I just haven't read the other ones because there were quite a lot, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken. Um, but House of Cards, the first one, very, very good. Highly recommend Excellent. Scene. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my next one I actually don't even have in person because I lent it <gasps> to somebody so they could read because it is one mm. of my favorite books but it is they better not fold those pages I will, to I mean, mark it I will check it there will be a check back in process <laughs> it's also signed by this author so like <gasps> if I see one pencil mark I'm, so I'm losing upset. my shit um, but it is Maybe Someday by Colleen Hoover, which is technically a romance novel. Oh, um, I don't know. Okay. If you've never read a Colleen Hoover book, I highly recommend her storytelling and writing is just like next level to the point where like I read her books and I go, oh my God, I want to write like this. I want to be as succinct as this and her just, it's so good. But uh, Maybe Someday, I think I read in like 24 hours. I actually read it when I was working when, when I think we might have been oh, together that. at the time, uh, Cara. Yeah, oh, so, nice. yeah. Throwback. I read Super it starting on my lunch, uh, got through a bunch of it, and then sat in my car, read, took it to the beach, read until the sun set, and I couldn't finish. And then I went to my car and I finished it in the parking lot in my car. That sounds like such a romantic date. <laughs> it was. I it was love that. Oh, um, love and <laughs> uh, but the book is just. I don't know the unveil of the whole plot line, and I don't know if this is a spoiler or not because it happens fairly early on in the book, but um, the main character, she gets out of a really terrible relationship and she moves in with somebody, but uh, she meets somebody who he has a girlfriend, but they have this like really great connection and she plays music. He plays music? He plays music. Shit. One he of plays music. But anyways, they have this really great connection, <laughs> but she finds out that he's deaf. And um, it's just this, all the characters oh. are really good. And the story is just what written really well. And what's super cool about this book is it actually has an album that accompanies it because he writes music oh. and they all write. Yeah. And there's music involved that is actually part of the storyline. So you can read the book and listen to the songs. And like, he writes a song about like, the dress that she wears. And like, there's a song. It's just, it's super good. And the song, music is by Griffith Peterson. I'm pretty sure his name is. And you can actually listen to it on Spotify. It's a free album that you can listen to. And anyways, the story is wow. just so good. And so, and it had, it's, it's got a little bit of everything. It's funny. It's sweet. It's romantic. It has you like kind of on the edge of your seat. So hey, Colleen Hoover is known for writing books that you absolutely cannot put down. Confess is a really good one. Ugly Love is a really good one. Um, but yes, one of my favorite books. I, I mean, so much so depending on, it's like if a dude 
is looking for a book recommendation and they're weirdly asking me, I recommend Red Rising. It's kind of a dude book because it's got a lot of violence. It's kind of intense. And they go, yeah, for it. And then uh, and then if a, like one of my girlfriends is asking for a book and they're like, I'm looking for something really sweet and really, you know, heartfelt and just a feel good read that is really well written, I recommend maybe someday. So that's always it's a really good read. We should, Car, we should switch. You should read Maybe Someday and I'll read Time Traveler's Life. That would be like a total fair exchange. I love yes. that. I I have never heard of a book coming with a oh my soundtrack God, it made. as well. That's very It was so clever. Uh, Colleen Hoover was so clever about it and it really made the reading experience that much better because, I mean, she's lucky because the book is so good that coupled with the music, it just really makes for a really great experience. I absolutely love that. We should totally switch because those books sound like they're on the same yeah. wavelength and I'm very interested about pairing this music yeah. with the book because it's I've never heard about that with of course if it's like a book turned movie though there's a yeah. soundtrack future episode book, future episode book. we will read each other's favorite books boom we'll switch it I'll up switch I oh, love yeah. that see that sounds great I love that yeah oh, I think oh, like, it's love, such a good romance one. music deafness very yeah. interesting I like that I like that a lot and out the definition. Yeah, it's and it <laughs> works so well, and like the connection with the relationship, and how he like, you know, connects with people, and how she's really in tune with it. It's very super sweet, and you like root for them. But don't forget, he's got a girlfriend in a very serious relationship who's been with him because and cares for him. So like, it's complicated. Oh. Yeah. Oh, wait, hold on. Yes, it's complicated. So very she's trying to keep her distance because they really or have a really great friendship that you really root for as well but obviously there's mm -hmm. like kind of a romantic element and so yeah 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 yeah, yeah. i love that it's like the forbidden forbidden yeah, it's good you know like rare like, yeah <gasps> yeah sweet. love that that's yeah. so good i love it i love it i'm gonna we'll read switch. it soundtrack baby boom boom my last and final book mr penumbra's 24-hour bookstore I love this book. I stumbled upon this book at plug, 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 verbatim yeah. bookstore down or North Park, San Diego. Great place. Highly recommend. I want to do a book um, reading there. All their books are used. Oh, yeah. oh my God. That yeah. would be amazing. It's the space is great. Um, friendly staff. They just reopened, which is great because they don't have an online inventory. You see that? Um, <laughs> uh, so I'm glad they just reopened. I'm glad they're making more money again. And Highly recommend verbatim if you're down in San Diego. Um, Mr. Penumbra's 24-hour books are so awesome. It's by Robin Sloan. Um, it's about a gentleman named Clay. Like every millennial currently, he gets laid off. Worm, worm, worm. Um, he lives in San Francisco. And so he has to take this, you know, he's like, oh, man, I guess I'll take this job at a 24-hour bookstore working overnight and there's like this kooky old man who owns it and all these mysterious characters come in at nighttime and they're checking out very specific odd books a little bit like what in tarnation is going on around here um i've read this book like four times plot's amazing i don't want to give away too much because it's just a lot of twists and turns i will say for me the ending wasn't super gratifying but like the entire journey there so good. Um, this is very, very millennial based book. Like if you're within a certain age range and be like, yes, it speaks to me. I'm into it, but super funny. I'm totally going to see. Bless you. There it is. I told Cara you. Cara told, told me you. that Actually, she's <laughs> allergic to alcohol or thinks that she is. And she's been sneezing up a storm since drinking this pseudo mimosa. Alcohol intolerance, ladies and gentlemen. But she's not I stopping. <laughs> I can go on this. I'm not stopping. I'm still drinking it right now. But I just out of nowhere, I've been sneezing all the time I drink. I've been taking Claritin before. I tried hard kombucha, yeah. which because it didn't have like sulfates and all the other garbage in it. And I hate kombucha, but the hard kombucha is pretty did good. You sneeze? It's pretty expensive though. But oh, I did not sneeze. Which is very exciting. I appreciate yeah, this trial and error. I'm going to try this alcoholic beverage. I'm going to try this alcoholic beverage. <laughs> we'll just see what happens. I mean, what would be the best thing? Just to not drink, but then this podcast. Who, which Cara named. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> true, I did name it. Maybe for, we'll blow bubble gum. 
for bubbles. I don't know. No, that sounds obnoxious. Chewing on the microphone. Ladies. Just... <laughs> My favorite book. No, no, I'm like, <laughs> here we go. Um, but Mr. Penumbrum, <laughs> absolutely easy read. <laughs> Super easy read. I also read it in one day. I also read it at the beach. So we were on a date with each other. We didn't even know. Um, Robin Sloan, too. I've read a couple of his other books. Very, very good as well. Highly recommend. Um, just stick around. It might. It does get a little bit slow sometimes. The plot, the plot like is the awesome, plot, but just stick around. It's I like a great the ride. thing. It's, I, I don't want to give away too much. Characters I'm just going to say that. For the 24-hour bookstore. A lot of cookie characters, and also I'm like, why don't I work at a Why is that not a that thing? That sounds awesome. Why is that not a thing? That's mm -hmm. a good call, Alex Rosa. <laughs> Alex Rosa, <laughs> reporting live. Where are the 24-hour bookstores? I'm so upset. <laughs> but that is the conclusion of my three books. Alex, what is your last book? Please tell me. Um, you know, I always choose my top three favorite books and I feel like I should go with a better theme, but my top three is usually, is actually all over the place. Um, so I'm coming in with horror only because it, this book has like a lot of sentimental for me, but it is, um, the Amityville Horror oh. by Jay Anson. Um, I think I've read this book, like, I don't know three to five times. Um, I don't, it's funny. I just earlier was explaining how I don't like books to make me emotional or upset, but sometimes when to feel good, I'll pick up a horror novel and read it. <laughs> so, <laughs> a favorite horror novel. When you're too in touch with your know, that's telling you a little bit about me. Um, but uh, the Amityville Horror was a book that I probably would have never picked up um, unless it was recommended to me. But when I was, I think in high school, maybe, yeah, in high school, my dad was going through his boxes of, from his, from college and he had like a college book box. So in that box, he had, um, Love it. Zen and the art of motorcycle writing and, you know, uh, all these crazy books from the eighties and, um, including the Amityville horror from his college days. And I was like, Ooh, I want to read that. And he like told me, you're going to really like it. It's super good. It was such a great read. And I was like, whatever. Yeah, sure, dad. sure, dad. Shut but up. I did read it, um, <laughs> and I could not put the book down. And um, I don't know if that's like mm. the ultimate. Uh, the book is well. A little bit about the book is about the Lutzes, and they move into this house um, where a murder had taken place, and which is an actual. So I, I should also say that this book they say is based on a true story. So in this like town uh, the DeFeo murders happened which is actually a real event it is real true crime story this these murders where this guy murdered his family happened in this Ooh. house and then this family they tried selling the house after all this had happened after he was convicted and this family the Lutzes move in and that's what this book is about does, does they, the family know it's haunted yeah. or like that yeah so they got oh, the house really did. cheap it's on the lake they and they know the whole story and then the book kind of just plays out um by days uh kind of like almost like in diary form um where all these weird things start to happen and um and it just starts to escalate and it gets kind of out of control by the end um and i guess i had the what's why this book is one of my favorites is i had never really read a horror novel this is kind of how i felt when i read my first romance novel where i was like oh my god this genre exists so when i started reading this book it started to creep me out so much I was like oh my god books that are scary exist like really actually for adults <laughs> is my house <laughs> haunted yeah. um, Wait and <laughs> because the Lutz family is slightly religious they have some like some you know and I don't know I love horror so much but I don't know if it's because my grandma like struck me with the Catholic guilt uh, super hard and where you fear God mm. and there are parts to this book where I kind of just was super nervous because the family, because they are kind of religious, do certain things to their house, like, you know, hang crosses up above doorways, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then like, you know, they come back into the room and suddenly the cross is like upside down. And I was like, ah! <laughs> I don't That's know. Like, I am, I am for not being a very religious person anymore. I, like, I don't, you know, I grew up fairly Catholic, yeah. but I don't know if like, it's just weird fear still lies. You want to go to like haunted mazes and like haunted houses and, and shit. Like the weird anti-religious like possession thing really creeps me out. So that would like happen in this, in this 
the devil is here. So, um, so I remember uh, reading that part in the book, and she, when she walks back into the closet, the the cross is upside down, and I remember closing the book and being really scared and shoving it under my pillow and trying to go to sleep, and then like five minutes later, not being able to sleep and having to pull the book out and reading it oh. again because I'm like, I have to solve this. Um, I felt like Joey and Friends oh where he puts God. The Shining in the freezer. Um, I know this has been made into a movie. There's like one from like the seventies and they made like a new movie. Um, I don't even know if it's any, yeah, Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds, right? Oh, was that the newest? I don't or was there, there was another, another one, one after Ryan Reynolds? I, I, I don't know, but no? Ryan Reynolds was in that pre, <laughs> pre-Deadpool. So it was just kind of cool because I picked it up. Actually, it's so funny because I picked up the old school version from my dad's college box. And then I don't know what happened if I lent that version out, but it was like this old, very tattered 80s paperback in like true 80s style. And then I don't know what happened to it, but then I had to go find it again. So I found it like a used bookstore. Actually, at used bookstore Fahrenheit 451 in uh, Carlsbad. Yeah. Oh, is it has some like witchy? It has some like witchy. Okay, okay. Yeah. So <laughs> Amityville Horror really creeped me out as a teen. And um, and side story, I liked it because uh, it was based on a true story to find out listening to another podcast on true crime that it was a completely fabricated story <laughs> and that Amityville Horror is not a real thing. They did it to make money. And it made oh, me no. so sad as, uh, you know, as a true crime aficionado. <laughs> But are you happy to know that the cross is truly <laughs> and that does provide some out? relief? Did that some make relief. you sleep pretty good? That would be scary as fuck if you came in and anything yeah. was upside down. What if you walked in and your couch <laughs> is upside down? That's already scary. You're like, somebody there's broke a, in or the devil is there's here. There's a scene in the movie like, where they hear some on? loud noises and they go downstairs and the wind is really loud. And when they go downstairs, their front door has been like ripped off their hinges. It's hinges. Um, <laughs> you just said that in yeah. my skin crawls. Maybe not the most plausible, but still. <laughs> but like they have like a priest come in and every time he gets there, it's like he gets like the sweats and he gets really sick. It's just, I don't know. It's a very good story. He's like, sorry, I had Chipotle before he came over. So <laughs> not feeling super good. <laughs> I, I under, you know what? I have really recommended that book many a time. I'm not a big, I, I'm a huge scaredy cat. I do not really like scary. I know movies. I try to get you I to think go about to them forever, especially like demon part. shit. Wait, did we yeah. go? To, we did go one time, but, but it yeah. was we had <laughs> one time. <laughs> That's all we went. That one. I just I'm not interested in that. So I feel like that could be kind of a fun challenge for me. And you know, I did so, sage this apartment, see? so I'm feeling pretty pretty see? you know safe from the demons. Okay, see? there yeah. we go. I like that. Alex, it's great. It sounds like we're going to have a lot of books that we actually need to switch to each other because they all sound very interesting. I like this. This is great. This is what everyone's going to hear. Us talking about things that we like and you guys have (laughs) to listen. listen. Just kidding. Please listen. (laughs) We're educated (laughs) young women. We have a lot to talk about, especially because guess what we're going to talk about next week? It's a book that just came out and it's a good book. Boop, boop, boop. It is. We'll let you guess. It was a movie. That's the only hit. We're going to start reading a book this week. And it is, it's funny. I was actually, because we talked about it, I started watching the first movie last night to give me a little refresh, which is The Hunger Games. I started watching The Hunger Games. So if you can guess, the book that we're talking about is the one that just came out called, it's such a mouthful. I like, I feel like they could have named this book better. It's so long. It is. Oh, I should say the name of it. It's called like, The Ballad of Songbirds called. and Snakes. It's about heavy metal, for sure. Like, God, this <laughs> is eating a snake. Not sure that's what it's about. Um, but not, I'm trying to find it. Maybe. It. But um, it's about Cornelius Snow, President Snow. And mm-hmm. uh, we're going to read it this week. It's got a lot of hype. It just came out. We're, we're just talking about how long has it been since you've read The Hunger Games? The book is 10 years old, I found out. I mean, I was going to say, I'm going to say early high school. So probably when it like first came out was when I read it. It's been a long time. So I'm going to have to do probably what you're doing, a little refresher. And I mean, in all honesty, I'm 
I know the two are not related. Let me start by saying this. Vampires and the class society are not related, but I was Twilight through and through. That was like my series. I didn't really pay too much attention to like Divergent or Hunger Games. I read them, but I was like, <laughs> Edward, my right ladies. Um, so I'm interested to read this as an adult. And also, I don't really like- You know, I just like had this debate. No, uh, I, I, I agree with this hot take. Oh. You hear it? Yeah, I don't oh. love Katniss, and it's I was talking to one of my friends. So hot. She pretty much threw yeah. in the things that I don't like about Katniss are the things that she likes about Katniss, and yeah, such as well because well, Katniss is an example. Do quick you know, little snippet. A little, you know who doesn't feel bad totally. for Peta? You know, and she toyed with the two boys, and you know I think she's a little rude and sassy. I mean, we could compare you know, series, but Hunger Games and Divergent, I didn't like, um, yeah. what was the name character in Divergent? What was her name? Um, uh, Shaylee Woodley. Uh, I don't remember. What is her name? <laughs> Triss. Uh, there we go. I loved Triss, Triss. in the beginning mm-hmm. of the Divergent series, but I really despised her to- at the end. I feel like Katniss totally was more likable in the beginning. By the end yeah. of the series, I was like, oh, shit. Um, so like, I was like, I am so sick of your <laughs> and your lack of telling the truth and like trying to protect yourself. I mean, I get it. I'm trying to, I'm trying to understand I, her. I feel like the point yeah. was she's real. Likeable. I told, maybe this will give no, us I, a little bit more. I don't think she's, I'm not sure. She's I, not I talking about this. About it's completely pre-capital. So the book is actually, oh, I, I okay. did go and watch like a booktuber discuss this book, but, um, I heard that this book doesn't even get to the capital like you don't even know why so when you read this book the capital doesn't exist yet this is just about pre-president snow as a teenager so someone had commented and said that there's probably going to be another book that links eventually to the overall like how society became to what it is but this is pre-hunger games pre-capital yeah so Oh, okay. Yeah. I honestly had no idea. I've been kind of like just staying away yeah. from anything about it because I, I knew we were going to read it. We're so going like, to dive in. I'm surprised. I want to see where we're gonna... what happens. It's better that we're like this. I'm excited. I feel like after we're done reading it, we should reenact a scene from the Hunger Games when Pete covers himself in moss. <laughs> we should do that. Ground. I feel like we should do that and take a picture and just post see it on happens. instagram just see find me just have it like see be an what, eye spot just see what happens let's just go <laughs> yeah like what where am i do you see a bread baker anywhere do you know where they are he's right there <laughs> so we're gonna read it we're gonna read so hard this week and we're gonna come back yeah. and we're gonna we're gonna chat it's gonna be great we're not yeah, gonna I be mean, as awkward no promises <laughs> but we'll gonna, try our best you know, and i guess True. You'll have to have maybe a semi-spoiler-free review and then kind of have a semi-spoiler review. I don't know. We're going to have to see. When we get to the spoilers, I'm just, I'll go, wah, wah, wah. And people will know <laughs> yeah. that it's spoilers ahead. <laughs> but we're not going to edit in annoyed. It's me going, <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Um, So we're excited to kind of dive into that format. And just to touch on, because uh, we were talking about Twilight earlier. Um, that book comes out. I wish that book was out right now, but Midnight yes. Sun does come out later this year, and you can guarantee that we are going to talk about that oh. book at some point. It actually comes out like August fifth. I think it's like the day before my birthday. Um, I think yeah. so. Yeah, yeah. I was like, like I know it's around just for me. Um, I'm very excited. Um, Here you go. But we'll, I'm sure we'll talk about <laughs> all the upcoming book releases and any book stuff that's going on um Ugh. we will always try to cover that and you know um if you have any recommendations or if you want us to talk about anything you can go to our website yes. which is com, or you can send us an email at bookbabesandbubbles at gmail.com we're always open to taking any recommendations do you have any books that you want us to read any topics you want us to discuss um Follow us on Instagram Follow us on and on Instagram. Facebook. Uh, we decided to <laughs> abandon Twitter because we both don't like Twitter. But hey, I mean, if you are desperate for us to do Twitter, tell us. Hand. I mean, that's, yeah, if you really want it, we'll, we'll get try it to you. Best. But uh, right now, you know. two social media channels are enough for us. <laughs> so it's great talking to you guys, our Biblio Thank bitches. You for being here. Thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Thank you.